Welcome back to JM Radio, everybody. My name's Jeremy Siegel, alongside my co-host, Mike. Hello, I'm Mike. I'm the co-host. Siegel, I'm sad. You know why? Why? It's like our second to last actual episode. Yeah, it's... it's Do you remember starting yeah. starting up the episode around this time last year? No. <laughs> I don't. No? Everything's a blur no already? I've been, no. like, going back to, like, some of the first episodes, and I was like, damn. What a... I don't think we I was much so of a different young. person, but... I know, right? <laughs> Isn't it crazy that 2021 is a last year? I, saw... I haven't been able to comprehend that it was the current year. I... Yeah, I can't... Especially what are you talking about? That... I'm five years old. I don't know how to make food. I told my mom this recently, that I feel like I'm still... I got stuck at, like, 19, and I've never progressed since then which is probably a bad thing stuck at like 14 what do you mean oh because like 19 is when i had my knee surgeries and i dropped out of college and everything so it's like that was the age that all these things happened and so i've yeah. just kind of been stuck there since then i've done things but i feel like i've been stuck there so then the pandemic then it like yeah it just keeps going but i think you do get stuck in certain ages and this last year has seemed to go by faster than any other year, at least for me. Yeah, I haven't been a fan of how quick they've been going by. I want to go back to 2006. Or maybe earlier, I don't know. 2005, 2006, those are good years. Yeah. Those are prime. Yeah, 2000, 2006 was the prime for me for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> how old were we in 2009? In second grade, I feel like. Eight or nine? I think I was probably yeah. nine. But yeah, because yeah. Um... What was I going to say? Um, we have a lot to cover. It's been a while. Um, I went to the Origami Angel concert. It didn't get canceled. And boy, that was a fun time. It was re- yeah. They were awesome live. I will be totally honest. Well, that's good. Not like I was expecting them to not be awesome live, but um, they were cool. The bands leading them up were cool. This one band and significant other was really cool. Recommend check them out. Um, also, Jail Socks is a cool band they played, but yeah, I don't. That's my first real concert experience. I guess the Ninja Sex Party one in hindsight was more of a, a real concert that I'm giving it credit for. I don't know why I'm not. Um, it's the first mosh pit I've ever been in <laughs> that wasn't yeah. a great idea in the pandemic, but it's I don't also... know why they would try moshing with me. I'm a brick wall. I know, like, Mike was telling me about that. I'm like, Mike, don't get involved, because Mike is a rather large person. <laughs> me and Mike are both, very, like, 6'2", big, big motherfuckers. <laughs> so I'm like, Mike, if you get in there with a bunch of skinny emo kids, you're going to beat the yeah, shit one. <laughs> I was, like, the tallest, one of the tallest people there. I had no trouble seeing from, like, further back. And that's, like, not saying much, that's saying more about the crowd than me. Because I'm not, like, that tall. I'm, like, above average height, but I'm not, like... I shouldn't be towering over everybody like I was. Well, like I don't it was know a small fan crowd, base. Maybe it was, I mean, a lot of younger people. Yeah. yeah. Probably like... Um, the older people who were there weren't tall. <laughs> I I would pay to see you in a mosh fit, though, because I think you'd wreck motherfuckers. <laughs> Just... I mean, I, I had to hit some people. <laughs> uh, you guys so do not know that too. I was... So I was I was harassed in high school about trying to get me to play football. Not oh my god! I remember that. Were you, you too, played... Seagull? Well, I played football for a week, but then we did suicides, and I had as an asthma attack. I went fuck this, and I quit. <laughs> that would have been middle school. Fair enough. But also, yeah, no. why do they call a running drill suicides? Not cool. Um. But yeah. Uh. Yeah, and you pl- you played basketball because of your height, probably <laughs> mostly. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I, I didn't really thing. have interest in basketball, and one of the coaches saw me, and he was like, "Give me that kid, I'll make him good." <laughs> I re- I remember going to a game and just seeing you on the bench, so pissed off you were there, <laughs> just like fuck this shit. Oh, uh, you're talking about high school? Yeah, I was not. I was not a huge fan of playing. <laughs> uh, it was great though. It's great to watch. Anyway. <laughs> Tangent. Seagull got uh-huh. me a nice Christmas gift. It was a little olive branch in our 
Bing Crosby feud. Oh shit, we uh, haven't talked about those either. The Going My Way poster, which is a movie I really want to see, which is the where the two Rolu song is from. Yeah, I, um, I saw that I saw that in the thrift store. It, it's not a poster, I think it's actually the musical sheet, like sheet music. Really? If I think it is a book. I don't think it's I just, just like a put it up in my room. Let me go look at it. <laughs> I think. I, I didn't open the package, but Live. it looked like it was I wanted to keep it sealed, but I want to also I think, want to see what I it think was. it's musical sheets. Like if you it's a book, but I don't know I'd ever opened it either. I just like there's a we could put a picture of it up on Instagram or something so you guys can see. But yeah, it was an olive branch of sorts. And I was like, oh Michael liked this. It says to Ralu Ralu across the front of the uh image with Bing Crosby on it. It has like all of the songs. What is this? It has like a bunch of songs in the back, but it's not like sheet music. Oh, it's not sheet music? Then maybe it's like it's this. Oh. Gotham Classics. I don't know what the fuck it is. It was yeah. for the front. It wasn't for anything else. <laughs> so uh, all you listeners, it's just a list of a bunch of songs on the back of a poster. But oh, cool yeah. thing, let's see who got me. And I got him a gift back. Yes. Mike I was not prepared for I was not prepared for him to get me something, but I had ideas. Mike uh, sent me uh, the Bo Burnham. Is it poetry? Yeah, I guess it's just yeah. Poetry. It was a poetry book. I but was it, in between that and the the vinyl. The vinyl was hard was to it, find. Was it called Egghead? Egghead. Yeah. Yeah. And it was hilarious because Mike didn't say he was sending it, and uh, <laughs> it just says Amazon fulfillment services. If you don't like put your address or say like a note in it, so I was like. My mom thought it was from an uncle, and I was like, how the fuck would this random uncle that I don't speak to send this to me? <laughs> Turned out, no, it was from Mike. Um, but she thanked my uncle profusely, because she thought, oh my god, it's so nice. I'm like, fucking, he didn't send it to me. <laughs> and it made so much more sense, and Mike's like, you got my gift? I'm like, okay, that makes sense now. <laughs> like, obviously, you would know I like Bo Berta, <laughs> this uncle that I don't speak to. I think like the 24-year-old kid's a depressed white kid from the suburbs. He'll like Bo Burnham. Oh, no, Mike, I mean, that's pretty much the criteria. Uh, Anyway, yes. Those are our Christmas times, even though they've already How was your Christmas, Siegel? I mean, I didn't do anything, so how was yours, Mike? It was fine. I didn't do much either, but I still think Christmas is... Christmas is still my favorite day of the year. Or I mean, Christmas Eve, we do more stuff. So maybe that, but yeah, we we don't have like we're not like a family that does like that whole shebang thing where you're like open press. Well, we did when I was a kid, but we don't do it since I turned like fifteen. I think we gave up on that <laughs> those traditions. Uh, See, I have a lot of younger brothers and younger cousins, so I still get the yeah. So you, there's a reason to continue that. Also, no I'm Italian. So... <laughs> Well, Italians take the Christmas stuff pretty seriously. Italians take a lot of celebrating seriously. Yeah. I, I, yeah, we don't like stick to like a religion or denomination or ethnicity in my household. We're just white, uh, so we don't hold Fair traditions enough. like that. Also, I was raised like half and half, more than anything. Whatever. We celebrated Christmas as like because it's American, not because it's a religion thing almost. Yeah, I thought people probably do that. Anyway, enough about okay. our denomination. Music time. Uh it, it, actually just cause Yeah, yeah. We'll just do music. I was gonna say something else. All right, but where we gonna, no, go ahead. I wanna hear what you have to say. I don't no, I, I honestly don't remember. I was gonna say like, did you watch anything, but maybe that intro's already too long. Oh. Uh let me go to my movies list. <laughs> well, I could start. Um, I've been on a Battlestar Galactica uh, binge watching session. I don't know if you ever watched that show. No, you probably haven't. <laughs> not a lot of people uh, have. No. It, it, the 2005 one, not the original from the 70s. But why I wanted to mention that is because Lauren Green, who's on the week this week yeah he played a main character in the original Battlestar Galactica it's just funny how it's like life finds ways to 
these weird cycles that he would come That's up funny. while I started. So very, it's like still an opposite. He's playing, he's singing like a country song. Well, he's also from Bonanza, and that's where that show, if you know what Bonanza is, which is like a... Vaguely. It's a Western show from the 60s. So that's where that character character comes from. So that's why he sings like country, and he's got like the deep twang and shit, because he's playing that character in the album. Uh, But anyway, sorry, did you watch anything important? Um... Thing? Saw the movie Monster with Charlize Theron. It was okay. Um, I I played the game Unpacking, which is really good. I recommend that. I, I just bought that today while it's I was watching good. AEW. <laughs> it's a it's exactly what it sounds, but it's also you're like it's like a organization game of unpacking somebody's stuff, but it also really subtly tells you a story about the person of who you're packing for. Like, you start out in, like, their childhood bedroom, then you're unpacking, like, a dorm room, and you can see, like, she moves into an apartment, you see, like, spouses and picture frames, and then, like, I, I don't want to give away the whole thing, but I guess that gives an idea. It, it looks like an interesting game that'll just eat up my brain, so I don't have to yeah. think during It's short. Life. Um, it's good. Um, that I mentioned Game Pass on here, right? I got no, I got a free code to Game Pass on Xbox, and I would recommend that to anybody if you get it for um, free. I mean, I would pay ten dollars like a month for that too. I think it's like sixty a year, at least the the PS4 equivalent, whatever that's called. I now. think that's worth it. You can get games on there that are worth singular games off there that are worth sixty bucks. True. But you're also paying 60 at least on PlayStation, I don't know, for Xbox. You're paying 60 for now, and you're paying 60 for online services. So you're paying 120 So it's if you get ridiculous. Ultimate, you, it comes with Xbox Gold. It's not... You don't pay for I, both. I think they're combining it with PlayStation 2, but it's still like just ridiculous how you have to like spend $500 on our console that cost 100 to make. So we're making four hundred dollars profit. That okay? We're not going to get into the. I don't like these companies. <laughs> yeah, anti-consumer just... game companies. Yeah, Seagull. I like these weeks. The worst, so these we're getting into like. Yeah, no, no. Nintendo's the worst. I agree, but um, we're getting into the <laughs> a home stretch where I feel like both of us had some songs we had on the back burner that we were saving up for a while. Yeah, I agree. Well. It... We're getting um, to the point in the list where I remember <laughs> recommending these songs, and they feel more recent than some like the shit I recommend now. Like I remember yeah. these songs. This is weird. It's like this weird, like oh, I remember this. Whereas when we started, I was like, holy shit, I re- recommended like a Fats Domino song. Actually, that was you. But I can't. Also, like, I can't believe I made it through the whole second playlist. Holy, like how did I? Barely. <laughs> We're almost there. <laughs> We're not even finished yet. I can't jinx it, but. Yeah, like, I, I think we still got, like, no, I think I said, like, this next week sometime, 16th, 15th, whatever. I texted it to you. 12th, I think, is the final day. January 12th. Um, oh, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That happened. <laughs> that happened. That was a thing that people celebrate. Uh, yeah. So, now, after all that crambling... Shall we get into the music? Oh, you're trying to look up the date? I think it was the 12th. No, that's fine. I gave up. I, th- I think it's January 12th is the final day. I could do calculations, but I don't care enough. <laughs> Figure it out. Um, but to the music. Week 49. The Wild and Strange... Uh, should have been The Wild and Strange Ones, but I put The Wild and The Strange Ones. It's a mistake on my part. Um, but yes... Uh, do you have any shout-outs, Mike? Um, I have... I don't know if I have any long notes this whole podcast. Okay. Um, but I'll talk about stuff regardless. Um, <laughs> scroll up, okay. scroll up. I love that song. People, all right, uh, talk to Myself by Rabble. Shout-out to... And throwback to Rabble. Our first, first, first... Our first, first song. Very song. Yeah, eleven blocks. Um, I I think I, I think I might have liked this more than the first song. 
It's a very the first song. one's a lot it's... more pop. Yeah, the songs. This one's light, I think, but it's sad. Yes, insightful. Um, it's kind of vanilla sounding. He's good though. Respect, Vrabble. We love you. Um. Uh, six days by DJ whatever the fuck. DJ Shadow and Most Deaf. This is probably the le- the least used song on the playlist <laughs> that I recommend. This is like a an EDM remix or something. I think it was in a video game, and that's why I liked it. If I remember, I'll correctly. look that up in a second. But okay, um, I kind of liked it actually, even though I don't like this kind of stuff either. Yeah. Um, I like EDM remixes with really obscure samples of like foreign people saying random shit. File those into the good column. Okay. Because that's a thing. I don't know why it's a theme. Um, You also like uh, punk bands that do cartoon intros. Yeah. Uh, I remember that. And not even cartoon, just from stuff. Yeah, movie intros, like super bad or some random line from a movie. I still can't believe that one line is from Superbad, but it's like camera. You want to you know what's crazy? I almost I kind of like forgot about Kai Dreams. <gasps> what? How no Kai Dreams you? music has like been in my Spotify playlist or like didn't come up in my uh, top artists of the year. How dare you? Twenty twenty was the year of Kai Dreams. Now it's a dream. Shame. <laughs> that was bad. But yeah. I missed him. I'm so... Well, I mean, you can listen to him. He's not dead. Bro, Go stop. Ahead. You don't get it, bro. Um, Deep, bro. What? Goddamn bug. What was I going to say? I don't know. Six Day. Oh, Lord of the Blacksmiths by Falconer. Um, this is like a high school classic of my friend group here. I feel like Falconer is one of those metal bands that I think you can get into because it's easier stomach and like less grungy. It has like cool, fantastical lyrics as well. Um, they have like cool and pretty good acoustic covers of their songs too. That's kind of your thing. I feel like um, yeah. Mind Traveler by them is another one to check out in both regards. I wonder what they're up to now. I think they released a single a few years ago. I don't really remember it. Um, but yeah. Baby Metal is awesome. Burl Eyes is awesome. I just have to talk about Baby Metal and Burl Eyes in the same sentence. Don't Take Your Guns to Town by Johnny Cash is really nice. Uh, I have a lot of good songs this week, too. Damn. <laughs> I was listening to this harsh augmented reality song today. And it was kind of good. Um, that's all I have to say about this week. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. People Are Strange is really good. Uh... Falconer had an album that came out in 2020. So I didn't even see album. that. From a dying ember. Oh album, wait, no, I I know that. The album you recommended came out in 2015. So they're they're a newish. They're pretty new. They're in 2010. Falconer. I mean, that one came up in 2015. Supposedly, that's what it says. I refuse to believe that. Let me check it. I mean, it says that's what it says on Spotify. Fuck, wait, you're right. Why do I feel like that came out, like, really... They're from 1999, but... I mean, they were formed in 1999, but... They're also from, like, where? Swedish? Sweden. Sweden. Yeah, Swedish. They're from Swedish. Oh, funny jape. Um, uh, Yeah, one of the songs that I think was the most surprising ones this week that I couldn't get out of my head was harsh augmented reality by strawberry mountain i don't know like that song kind of came out of nowhere and i really liked it um that was like just a like a discover song. weekly song too yeah it's, it's a really good song honestly it's like a hyper pop sound from a band that i can't wait to listen to more to of their stuff really undiscovered band ironically oh, discovered undiscovered what no five cars five card stud was this week that's a yeah, really I cool just... song about like a a card game, like a short, like Western story. Would recommend. Well, yeah, I hope I like you listen like to the, the song, the weeks of the, the weeks of the songs, the songs of this week before coming here. Uh, but me, yeah, I do. Part, 
No, not you. I meant the people. Oh. You said, like, I recommend like, that song. No, no, I meant to the people. I was like, I hope the people listen to it before they come here. Five, five yeah. Card Stud's the famous, like, card game that you see at a lot of casinos. So, it's a it's a very famous game. And that, that knocks off my... Because we talked about Lauren Green. Goddamn bug. Uh, we talked about Lauren Green. Talked about Harsh Augmented Reality. Really like those guys. I do want to listen to more of their stuff. Uh... My shout-outs. Do you have more shout-outs? Sorry. No, I have no more anything. Okay. Uh, I really liked, like, just the the front-loaded sa- slow sound of... <laughs> slow front-loaded vocals from the song uh, Half the World Away by Aurora. Because it's all in caps. Um, so you have to scream it. Aurora. Uh, I, I fucking hate bands and artists that do the whole, like, all caps thing because that means you have to scream it um because that's what it's like meant in my brain i just don't understand or the people that do all lowercase i think they should go in between so it's like aurora they go up up and down uh mike send you a snapchat (laughs) uh uh the next shot that i have is then i met you by the proclaimers uh I'm sure you can recognize their voice from the 500 Miles song, which is called I'm Gonna Be, but no one knows that. Uh, I would walk 500 miles, that song. Uh, they have such a unique sound because they they choose to keep their accents fully during their performances, which a lot of artists don't. I think a lot of people also turn away from this band because of that. Um, the song was a clim- it, This song sounds like a climax to a film. I, I that's how I love songs. If I can picture a film being put to it or developing characters off a song. So this song just feels like that. Like then I met you like the world changed after I met you. Um, uh, or, uh, which I assume is what people have in their brains. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> See, you had some ridiculously big guns this week. I did have some ridiculously big guns this week. Like Lou Reed. Now. The Doors, Proclaimers, uh, The Beatles. Yeah. I mean... DJ Shadow and Most Def, the heavy hitters. I think, is Most Def a Wu-Tang member? No, I don't, I don't think know. so. Uh, I have That's Wu-Tang. what I'm saying. I feel like you definitely saved up some of these songs. Well, I think the the song Most Def, or whatever that's called. I don't even remember the name of this. DJ Shadow song. Was it called Six Days to Remember? No. Six days. That song was just like one of those songs that I had like listened to and was like, this needs to go because I was like really liked it in the moment. That wasn't like a saved up song. A lot of these other ones, yeah. I was like, oh, this one, oh, this one. Because like we said, these were like the end week. So I had like a playlist that was like to recommend. And I was like, oh, are we going to do this another year or not? So I was like, I just got to get all these off my playlist. I was recommending under the impression that we were not doing another year. <laughs> and then we so I was crazy. And then we did another year and I didn't have any songs left. <laughs> and somehow somehow I got through a whole year. Not somehow I got th- yeah, somehow I almost have gotten through a whole another year as well. Never again. Or at least not next time. <laughs> well, a year off. What I like, what I think I mean we'll talk about this off, but my idea was that we just we don't do it daily and we just recommend each other songs. Whenever we find songs that the other person would like, yeah, we could, we could do that. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Yeah. What the fuck was that? I spilled diet coke on myself. Anyway, oh God, that's no, okay. It's only a little bit. Uh, that's sticky. Uh, I am the Walrus by the Beatles. So much lore surrounding the song. I'm just glad to be able to suggest it to Mike, and to be able. And to anyone who hasn't ever heard it before, the lyrics are, it is so complex, both musically and lyrically, that I could develop, it could devote a whole episode to it, if we were, like, that interested in just doing Beatles songs. Yeah. Uh, Walk on the Wild Side by Lou Reed, a huge influence to David Bowie from his Velvet Underground days. Yes, he's the guy from Velvet Underground. People didn't know that. Uh, did you know this song, Mike? I was surprised this made it on the list. Walk on the Wild Side? You didn't know no, this song? No, I don't think so. I mean, like, the name sounds familiar. And it's I know like a Reed. classic from, like, movies. It's like one of those songs yeah. that's overused in movies. Like, whenever the characters, like, 
having their badass moment. They like switch sides or something. Like, hey man, take a walk on the wild side. Kind of shit. Maybe I have. I don't know. Whatever. It feels it's in a ton of movies. Um, so you don't have any longer notes. No, do you? I have. Let me turn off my TV. Ruby yeah, Soho I was gonna say, are you watching AEW? I was. Uh, Ruby Soho lost, so I'm pissed. Um, by the way, if we're gonna go into AEW, <laughs> the stupidest name for a title in any professional sports, uh, professional sports, professional wrestling is the TBS Championship. They also have the oh, TNT ew. Championship. They name their their fucking titles after the networks. Yeah, it's like it's That's like terrible. baseball stadiums. Like That's so bad. I I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I'm I'm not saying like the US Championship is any like like groundbreaking or anything, but at least it's not sellouts. Well, it doesn't that, like I don't even care what else. I just don't want it to be an ad. Yeah, it's it's a giant ad and they have like blue in the middle of the belt cuz it's like the, the TBS The last thing I would blue. ever want is ads on baseball jerseys. To me, that's the most off-putting thing about uh, soccer jerseys. It just says, like, fucking Samsung on the front where the team name should be. Yeah, I hate those jerseys, too. Like, Fuck uh, off! What? Is um, a fly? This is, it's not even a fly. It's just a little fucking bug. It's annoying me. Uh, my longer note for this week is People Are Strange by The Doors from 1967. Uh, week 9 was the last time we talked about The Doors, so I thought because they're one of my favorite bands. We should have a refresher course. Uh, we talked about The End, which is arguably one of the best songs of all time, in my opinion. Uh, the extended version, 11-minute version, that Mike recommended, which is even more shocking that I'm, Mike recommended it. No, you it. recommended it. You recommend- oh, I recommended it? I think so. Oh, yeah, it was left-hand column. Never mind, I recommended it. But we both knew it, but we allowed it to stay on the list. Yeah. Well, at the time, I don't think we were. It was that was pre-rule. I I mean, the rule has been broken before. Uh, but this one, uh, the people are strange has always held a special place in my heart. Uh, the simplicity of the lyrics mixed with the strangeness of the instrumentals makes it sound like both a carnival tune mixed with a hippie chant, and I love it. Uh, just like the it sounds very carnival esque to me. I like um, I like the sound. I like the song. Yeah, it 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 it's very different. It, it's called psychedelic pop. I don't know if it's psychedelic, but it's nothing like pop music now. So I would love pop music to sound like that. Um, uh, it feels freeing to be reminded that everyone around us is sort of different and the world is vast. I, I just got poetic there for no fucking reason. I was good, Siegel. Uh, He's a poet and he doesn't know it. Uh-huh. It was a rhyme and it was a crime. Mean. Uh, what the <laughs> fuck was it? Society has changed also because now... Oh, okay, I know what I'm saying here. I wrote these notes very quickly and I apologize. Uh, So... It's also important to think that society has changed since this has come out. This is the 60s McCarthyism, pretty sure it's around the 60s. And this is like about how like people are strange and exotic and it's different. And back then in the 60s, it was more like conformist. And so there, there was a movement to kind of express yourself, whereas now everyone does it. And it's normal to have like a James Charles in the world. Back then it wasn't. Um, but I think if you go now, it's actually interesting how, like, we've kind of now accepted strange to a odd degree. (laughs) Now Filthy Frank is the the top. Yeah. The person I was thinking of is the bagel guy. Remember that guy who just like got famous on the internet because he was a short guy and he had a viral video go famous. His name is Chris Morgan. Yeah, I remember I know him. Yeah, so it's like I, the 15 minutes of fame thing, whereas like back in the 60s, it would have been like crazy to do something like that. Now it's like we, we as a society, we're like, oh, that's so interesting. Or it's like everyone before back then was like sort of like, hmm, prim and proper is like the best way to go. And now we live in a culture that's everyone is strange and to be strange is to be famous. <laughs> so 
those people are like a are looked to as like these amazing 15 minutes of fame people whereas back then it was a little different but i the song hits on the fact that it is interesting that we are all different and interesting but it's truly it's a, a society world. it's a strange world we live in a society mike um but uh yeah, you get constant celebrity out of viral videos of weird people like the bagel guy. Um, which, by the way, his his celebrity lasted 15 minutes and now he's disappeared off the internet. So, uh, that was can you that was back in 2019, by the way. Really, that, that feels longer ago. I was about to say it feels like yesterday that happened. <laughs> that was pre-pandemic. I think when we have this last episode that we're going to talk about stuff. And especially the current state of the world. Like, I'm just like, I can't remember a world before the pandemic. We're getting to that point where I see television shows and I'm like, why aren't they wearing masks? I, like, they I, should be wearing masks. I have like the premonition to like put my mask up. I was watching a, right. an episode of Battlestar Galactica and they were talking about a pandemic and I instinctively put the, my shirt over my face. Because I thought I could catch whatever they were talking about. Like, that's the world we live in now. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I hate the world we live in now. Anyway, let's do our top fives. Uh, top five, sorry. top five. You go first. Um, Lord of the Blacksmiths, number one. Gimme Chocolate, number two. I'll, okay, number three. I get it, like, kind of now. But, like, still not totally. Uh, number three, I am the walrus. Number four, a little bitty tear by Burl Eyes. Number five, people are strange. You you went one to five. That's a new technique. Um, I actually, I didn't realize. Right, he started saying it. I was gonna be like, wait, I was like fuck it. He already started. I'll follow suit because people are strange, Mike. That's my number one. Uh, my number two is uh, then I met you by the Proclaimers. Three is harsh augmented reality. Four is Walk on the Wild Side, and five is I Am the Walrus. Where the fuck do we make um, some of this? You have Walrus, five, and I have Walrus, three. So that's one and three. That's four. Um, what else did you have? You I have strange... strange five, and you have Strange Winds. Yeah. That's six. Did you have Then yeah. I Met You? No, but strange. Well, stra- I think those are the only two we had in common. Okay, I, I'm ch- wait. So you said I am the walrus. You kind of understand. Explain because well, you don't. I'm, I'm just interested in what you think of it because you didn't really. Well, say I just it. thought it was a good song. And I, I was like, why? And I didn't really understand the fascination with the Beatles. Do Do you get the the relation or not the relationship, but the think the comparison? I always say where it's like, I, it makes sense that you would like the Beatles if you liked Tally Hall. Because that song is very out there of changing. I guess so, yeah. That's probably. Changing genres and there's orchestra and there's psychedelics. It's more psychedelic than Tally Hall. But yeah, I am the walrus. Uh, there's a conspiracy theory that Paul McCartney died and he became the walrus. <laughs> uh, That's like a. It's a reference to a conspiracy theory that the Beatles like propagated and was like, we're going to make fun of this joke. And it says, like, I am the walrus. It was a whole thing um, that is a lot of background. Yeah, Paul McCartney didn't die, but a lot of people thought he died in the 60s. So when people say conspiracy theories are out of it, like are new to our generation. No. The 60s had Spurs a lot theories of were probably theories. worse back then because it was like harder to disprove them. I mean, yeah, some people probably still do think Paul McCartney died in 1966, I think it was, when they thought he died and got replaced by a person that looks just like him. And people are like, why does he have red hair now? It's because like, he dyes it because he's old <laughs> and has to dye his hair. It's not his real hair, probably. Anyway, I digress. Let me. Stop the recording. You'll be digressing. So, congrats to People Are Strange by The Doors. Uh, Jim Morrison. Congrats, Jim Morrison. 
He isn't around <laughs> to accept this award. You did it. But on his but on his behalf, I will be accepting the award yeah. for the well, song of the week. You have the you have his authority, I bet. Uh I'll 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 contact his estate to give them the award. I'm sure he has an Can estate. You just imagine calling them and they're like, oh cool, awesome. And they just hang up. I don't think Jim Morrison <laughs> has an estate, judging by how he lived his life. Oh, um, you know what? I mean, I, I think you'd be surprised. I'm sure his, someone his... has his likeness owned or something. Like, somewhere in his family they own his likeness, but it's like... Bro, oh, this not... guy was definitely... Johnny Nitro was definitely based on this guy. So you know. Johnny Nitro. Oh, oh. Ghost Rider? No, the wrestler. Johnny Nitro. You mean John Morrison? Yeah, I mean, also his name was literally John Morrison, so it probably was, right? Oh, yeah, they're definitely based on that character, or that character of the 60s. He does the slow motion thing. He just got released by WWE. Uh, for no reason. Budgetary cuts. Huh, bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I don't like WWE. I'm sorry. Um, I love WWE. I love WWF. Both the old company and the <laughs> wildlife services. Um, but, alas, anyway. Uh, da, 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 blue world. Oh wait, what? No, week fifty. <laughs> week what fifty. It's a weird, wonderful Christmas, is what I called this because this yeah, was our this Christmas. Is the week of Christmas. Merry Christmas! Yay! Merry go, Christmas, was your, everyone. <laughs> was your quarantine Christmas special anyway, or no? Do you remember? Uh, oh, you mean twenty twenty? Yeah, because this oh, is yeah. God. I should like write my life down. Um. I think I was in Massachusetts. I I don't remember, honestly. Do you have any memories from 2020 Christmas? Um, I mean, like, our usual plans were canceled. We still saw, like, our immediate people, but it was, was not as big. But it was still fun, because Christmas always is. Um, honestly, oh, our, our big plans got canceled this year, too. So that sucked. Yes, that was pre-vaccine, even. Jesus. Yeah. I remember wow. or like around Christmas is right when I was hearing the first people getting the vaccine. I, yeah, I think the first people were getting it and it was like rolling out at the beginning of January. Um cuz I think we talked about it on the podcast when we got our vaccines. So yeah. yeah, 2021. Wow. Uh yeah, so I was probably here as far as I remember. I can look at pictures. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I might have been in Austin. But anyway, no, I don't remember anything. Uh, now I'm just interested, honestly. Where was I in 2020? That's at my apartment. Apartment. You just looking uh, through your camera roll? Yeah, where am I in this picture? That's my apartment on the 19th. So maybe I was at my apartment for Christmas. I was at my apartment for Christmas. What were you doing? Just I going? was at my apartment and I'm looking at week one of the playlist. Yeah, well, I was. This is exactly what we were. December twenty fourth, I made week one the prototype of this playlist. Wow. So yeah, I was at my apartment for Christmas. I just wow, I didn't even come home for Christmas last year, so I really didn't do anything. <laughs> Can't believe you didn't even remember. Dude, I can't remember what I did yesterday, let alone a year ago, two years ago. Years ago? Two years ago. A year ago. A year ago. Jesus Christ. Um, Remember, again, I, I'm stuck at like 19 years old. I, I'm not 24. Fuck that. Uh, so week 50. It's a weird, wonderful Christmas, even though it's past. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. I usually consider Christmas times up until like the first week of January anyway. I don't I don't really understand it's the second I week. Don't... No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's January fifth. Oh, well, okay. Technically. It's the first week, I guess. I mean it's been five days. How can you count <laughs> that two weeks? I'm broken, Mike. Okay. Uh <laughs> Should I do my shout-outs? Sure. Uh, Blue World by Mac Miller. That's why I said that earlier. Uh, has one of the best samples <laughs> from a song <laughs> called It's a Blue World by 
the four freshmen, a continuing barbershop traditional jazz band since the 1940s. They still perform. Obviously, it's not the same people. They have a rotating cast, but it's, they're still called the four freshmen. They're still four guys, and they still do cover songs or their original songs. Barbershop form. Uh, going on Mac. Going on my Mac Miller binge this year has given me a new pr- appreciation for his music, though. Uh, for it and the man behind it. Uh, I think I mentioned this last time we talked about Mac Miller, but dissect. Uh, is a is a podcast. It's going through the album Swimming, and it's a very interesting listen. If you listen alongside the album and talking about how he came up with each song, so if you're interested, go with that. Go listen to that. Mike, you mentioned samples earlier. What do you think of sampling in music? I love sampling. You know, I love sampling. Do you? Um. Yeah i I love the when there's like a line from a fucking show at the beginning of a song. Oh, I, 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 I love. Yeah. I know what you mean. Joe Hawley uses samples like insanely. Um, really? Yeah. Samples used well. Sometimes it can be a little tacky. You know, if you use, if you're putting like fucking Mario and Sonic noises all over, over and over again. Well, what do you think uh, about sampling songs in other songs? Like, so taking a song and like fucking with it and making it like the like like what Mac Miller did in Blue World. Yeah, that's that's the more. I don't. I I think it it depends. Like, I thought that was cool. I like this song. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to envision the time when it would like not be cool. I, don't, I, I don't... think you don't you don't realize how much sampling there is in modern day music. Like I didn't realize this either, especially in rap music or hip hop music. It, it's just staggering how how much they like. They'll go through a funk album that no one's heard, and they'll be like, "That bass, I want that bass sped up, pitched down, or pitched up." And it's like, oh, they, but it's like completely new. It's just fascinating to know things that people have sampled, and the originals are very good too. But I, I ha- it, it's no, I mean, I just don't it. have an eye for it. I just don't have an uh, or an ear for it, rather. Um, I so always, I don't, I mean, I don't realize it as much. Well, when I find out something I'm like, oh, I want to listen to the original just to give appreciation. If I like know it's a sample, I'm like, I want to know how, why he got inspired to be like, if I pitch that up and like s- change it slightly and auto tune it differently, it's like a unique sound all to itself. Yeah, see, like, would Joe Hawley be sampling, like, fucking, uh, fucking Legend of Zelda laughs and (laughs) tunes that shit up? I'm surprised he's allowed to get away with that, because I feel like Nintendo would be like, I'm gonna kill you if you use our stuff. Maybe he's not big enough to get caught. I don't know, I think, I, I mean... Part of I feel like sometimes stuff gets of his gets taken down for those reasons, but also um, he doesn't. He's weird about putting his music on platforms in the first place. I mean, yeah, SoundCloud. I guess samples, samples. samples. Get that uh, sample. The, the next three songs uh, that I have are all from my kick of watching stargate universe which is a great show if you want to go listen watch it uh if you want to go watch it you have to watch the original stargates too probably so good luck for the rest of your life watching three different years three different shows of stargate to get this last one called stargate universe uh but i was watching this show at the time in 2020 it's a great watch as i said but it also had some like scrubs it had some of the best musical like selection Whoever does that, it's not a composition person. Whoever is in this, I want to do that as a job. Just find music for shows. That would be my fucking dream. Whoever did that job for this show was fucking amazing. Watch Ted but, Lasso. I can't. Um, uh, but the three songs are Breathe by Alexi Murdoch, Swim by Jack's Mannequin, and uh, the third one is The Worst Day Since Yesterday by Floggin' Molly, which is a great fucking name. Floggin' Molly. Floggin' Molly. Uh, is as this always, the rest of your notes? Uh, it could be. 
uh, I have a rant that I can go on if we want to. About what? <laughs> it's an option. Uh, the Band-Aid song. Huh. Um, I want to hear these, that. Well, I got to do this first because I got these. This will be short blurbs, but they're kind of a theme because in the show they're struggling and they're like trying to survive on this spaceship and they keep running out of food and it's a whole shit show and they struggle the entire time. At a certain point, you feel bad. I mean, you're supposed to feel bad for the characters and connect with them, but at a certain point, it's ridiculous. Every episode's like, we're going to have to go through a sun to refuel. And it's like, what the fuck? How does that work? Anyway, sci-fi. Breathe by Alexi Murdoch. The, the one thing that I got out of this playlist, if anything, is Alexi Murdoch from Mike. When he showed up in this show, Wait, I, I knew, had... I knew Siegel would love this guy. Uh, what was it? All, all of my days. All yeah. of my days, Breathe and Song for You from all that time without consequence, that album all appear in this show. And I had a mini like, like party when they all appeared. Like, oh, Mike, they're in the show. Yeah. All of my like, days is a big, like movie slash TV song show. It is. I probably it originally a, heard it in a movie, to be honest. It was probably from that John Krasinski movie. Uh, he falls in love with some girl. It's like an underrated movie from 2009. Where do we go? It. I think, that, yeah, that's it. I honestly, I deserve money for that one. That was such a shot in the dark. I'm pretty sure that's it. I'm not going to, like, guarantee, but it, John Krasinski, 2009 rom-com. Uh, no, I know that's definitely where we go. I want to see that movie. It looks good. So you didn't see it from that. Okay, interesting. No, I just, it's been on my list for a mad long time. Ah, oh, got it. And I remember seeing a clip in the film class for some reason. Interesting. Um, but I'm grateful for Mike recommending Alexi Murdoch. And uh, he keeps teasing on Instagram new stuff. He hasn't released music since like 2009. Um, and I've listened to all this stuff already. But he lives in Scotland and it just looks fucking beautiful where he lives. Um, so if you want to, if you want to like just see beautiful pictures of Scotland, follow his Instagram. Uh, but yeah, he, he, his tone and calmness and the peace reminds me of every time every time to like slow down or remember that to live in the moment or whatever those inspirational posters say. Uh, but yeah, uh, swim by Jack's mannequin is all the way back from week three. We talked about Andrew Mac McMahon. I don't know how to say his name. Mackin in, in the wilderness, that teenage rock stars song. Remember that song, Mike? That was a good song. I forgot what the guy's name is though. Well, it's Andrew M C M A H O N. Macon, Macon, whatever. This is the same guy. This is his first band, Jack's Mannequin. Uh, but uh, power punk band, Jack's Mannequin, straight out of Orange County, California, a place that delivers a lot of bands. If you didn't know that, uh, swim, swim was a uh, was swim. The song was seen as a sign to Andrew to pull himself out of his troubles after he wrote it down and slept on it. Uh, he delivers this sort of passionate plea to whoever's listening to just keep your head above water and don't forget to breathe, ironically referencing Alexi Murdoch in my notes. I didn't mean that, but those are lyrics from Breathe. All nice. these songs are about struggle, so that's why. Prevail. Do it. Like, just make the ship run, because it's all from this show. Do it. The worst day since yesterday is just one of my favorite, like, phrases that I catch myself saying now. I'm having like a string of bad days. <laughs> I jokingly say it under my breath. Uh, but who doesn't love a Celtic punk band from LA? Uh, it's a pub crawling good time, even though the song quite clearly shows the struggle of its protagonist as he jovially skips down the street, drunkenly spewing his troubles to anyone who will listen. I like this one. I, I wanted to <laughs> re-listen to it because of just because the name was Flogging Molly's. Yeah, it's like a drunk guy trying to curse, is how yeah. I think of it. Like, fucking Molly. <laughs> oh, you know what I wanted to talk about? Yes. What would you like? You, you told me that root canals were okay. <laughs> God damn, that shit, that shit fucking sucked. That was the worst thing I, ever. No, I said wisdom teeth were okay. Oh. I, had, I haven't had a root canal. I've had a wisdom teeth. I said wisdom teeth are the easiest thing I've ever no, done. No, no, you were like, I'll take a root canal just to get me out of the house. No, you don't want... No. Oh, I will. 
just to get me out of the house. It really was terrible. I mean, it was the only. The, I mean, I just had my mouth open the whole time, and that was uncomfortable. That was the problem. Like, I didn't yeah, put you don't things not, in it to hold the, it. Open. It hurt. My my jaw has something fucked up with it. Go see your doctor about it. Oh my god, I've been to the doctor like once a week this year about something. I would rather COVID. not. Okay. I'll put it your off. Um, I forgot I didn't go. <laughs> I went first. The Littlest Angel is my favorite Christmas song. Um, Bing Crosby's voice transcends and brings me to the countless memories of the Christmases of my childhood. Um, combine that with like the fairy tale like heartwarming story and you have a perfect Christmas song in my opinion um, it was a tearjerker it's made me cry before uh, Siegel recommended me apparently Bing Crosby and David Bowie collabed on a Christmas song and I didn't know about it that was really good that was a oh what is it? he did Drummer Boy is that what it's yeah oh, bum bum. but then David Bowie goes off and sings a different song I forget what it is but yeah I'll find well, Chris, it. You go on. David Bowie's in the background, and he's just saying like "Peace on Earth." That's, really that's nice. a different. That's a different yeah. song. Yeah. Okay. He's, yeah. He's harmonizing, and it was that's good. Did you watch the video? Yeah, I did. I, it was cool. What a collab! Did I didn't know it was a thing. Good, good uh, collab. Shout out to that song. Uh, Iron Maiden is awesome, and I love the storytelling style and the number of the beast that. Uh, people do sometimes, especially with the demonic voice at the beginning that gives me like some Rocky Horror schlock horror movie vibe. Um, really captures that in a cool way and the epic vocals and progressions make everything really awesome here and you kind of realize why Iron Maiden is the fucking metal shirt everybody's wearing and as big as it is. Um, great song. I know you like that one. Um, Doki Doki by Nivethin, or however you pronounce it's it. Nathan. But Nathan? they just flip the A's. It's supposed to be clever. Doki Doki by Nathan. Um, it might be my favorite, like, just a beat, like, chill song that I recommended. It's probably between that and the, the GameCube broke one. Um, Never Met was my favorite TikTok trend song of 2020. And the idea of... You don't remember that? No, I listened to that song. You don't remember, remember fucking... You would always be like, we broke up on TikTok chat dabbing on my DMs. <laughs> oh, that's that song? Maybe I just didn't hear yes. it when I re-listened to it. <laughs> uh, for the viewers who don't understand what that means, I have no explanation for you, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the final problem is not as perfect as the idea suggests, but it's close. Is that all I have? Scroll up. Yeah, that's all I have. Oh no, there's the a lo-fi Christmas album. With, like, the Barnes Boulevard and rookie types and this Christmas time is here one by those two is pretty good. I was, it's, see, that thing seems like it was made for me. The Bing Crosby, David Bowie collab seems like it was made for me and Siegel. It, um, it was like a, it was like a olive branch also yeah. to be like, see, these two worlds can coexist. Fucking freak of nature, David Bowie, and the calm and collected Bing Crosby. It's so weird. I love it. I, I it there's was a story good. behind it. Like I think Bing Crosby asked David Bowie to be it because he liked his stuff or he liked his like persona, and it's just so weird for Bing Crosby to ask David Bowie. Can you imagine to be Bing in Crosby listening to some David Bowie. He's just like, "Star man, <laughs> waiting <laughs> in the sky." He liked the coming meters. <laughs> Just singing along to fucking David Bowie in his shower. Um, it's what he always wanted to be, but he grew up like <laughs> the big band era, so he couldn't. He couldn't do it. Could put on the makeup and be like, put on the eyeliner and stars and be like, I just wanted to sing about space. It's like, but my papa wanted me to do two Ralu instead. <laughs> um. We broke up on Picto Chat dabbing on my DMs. I don't know why I didn't hear that when I listened to that. Also, shout out to uh, Barnes Boulevard because he liked our post. Um, Whatever gender you are, Barnes Boulevard. <clears throat> no, he's a guy. You know it's a he? Okay. Well, I mean, there's a picture of a person that looks like a guy. Yeah, but you don't One know is... their pronouns. 
I, they don't put it says he him on his Instagram. Okay. Well, it's a guy. You could have just said that. I didn't know. No, I didn't know either. I just looked it up now. Damn, um, say it's by the fucking what the bio. I didn't know you could do that on Instagram. <laughs> just found that option. Um, I will not put mine. Uh, this is Barnes Boulevard. This is just some guy. <laughs> well, there's like I mean, one post. He has less than a thousand followers. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't really post anything. I forgot how I. Oh, because I think rookie rook one e or however you say. I'm guessing it's rookie follows that account. So that's why I assume okay. it's the real Barnes Boulevard. Yeah, no, Barnes Boulevard is amazing. Last summer, um, is that the album or the it? song? No, it's a. I mean, it's a song, but it's. Great. I remember that. That's a good song. As as far as ambient songs go, doesn't get quite better than that one. Uh, do you want me to go on my rant about Do They Know It's Christmas Time by Band Aid? Yeah, I don't really know what problem you could have with this. Well, do you, do you know We Are the World, Mike? That song by Michael Jackson. Oh, it's, so it's like a, with all the different people. Yeah, so that's what this was. This was the original one. But like a Christmas holiday thing for... Well, this one was a Christmas holiday one. The We Are the World is a, it was inspired by that. They were both written by the same guy. Um, Bob Geldorf and Midger also wrote this. Oh! <laughs> I, I saw that and I was like, oh, Michael want to hear that. <laughs> I don't really um, care about Midger. I just don't know why you like hate the... I just didn't like that one cover by him. I don't know any of his stuff. Um, but yeah, it's one of those songs that if you really dive into the lyrics, it's kind of like a weird sentiment. I don't know if you've ever listened to the lyrics, Mike, or know the lyrics that all, well. All I know is the the world's view of like third world countries back then wasn't great. I mean, yeah, but they keep remaking the song, which is quite odd, and they're not like updating it. Um, I mean, really? It's yeah, so they they remade it in 2014, and they didn't update it at all. I think they added some rappers, was like the big addition. They also did that We Are The World. They were like, this wasn't around in the 80s, so we're going to add rappers to have a verse. That so is like, odd. Get Will I Am in here and make him spit bars on autotune. Um, because that's what the world needs to think about Africa and other... But yeah, uh, so this was the British equivalent and Irish. There were a few Irish singers in here, too. Uh, for the famine in Africa at the time in 1984, I think it's yes Ethiopia. But the lyrics like feeding the world, great sentiment, positive. Poverty's really horrid still, like you said. But people, how people perceive the world, especially the, on the continent of Africa and how they live, is quite interesting. Uh, well, just especially some as, fucking hoity-toity celebrities who have probably never been there. And two white guys writing about like how we need to tell them about God and Christmas and how we perceive Christmas and push oh, our like push our thing. ideas of religion how we did hundreds of years ago when we colonized them and tell them like remember remember it's snow it's supposed to snow in Christmas like it's like wait a minute guys it doesn't snow in Africa uh but the lyrics well tonight thank God it's them instead of you uh like. Bono refused. Bono's the singer of U2. He refused to say that line because he's like, that's kind of fucked up, guys. But it's like, thank God it's them instead of you. But that like, is fucked up. I agree. But then it's the, the other lines of then, and there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. The that's greatest, all right. that one I know. The greatest gift they'll get this year is life, where nothing ever grows, no rain or rivers flow. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? If you even looked at a map, <laughs> Africa has some of the biggest rivers in the world, like the Nile <laughs> and shit like that. Nothing grows there. Nothing at all. They have the Amazon rain. Not Amazon. Fuck. <laughs> what was, what's the rainforest? The Congo. The, the Congo rainforest there. They have like some of the biggest like, <laughs> fuck, it's like nothing grows there. <laughs> like We get it. You're trying to say like food doesn't grow there or they need help. And but it's like, guys, like. Just because it rhymes doesn't mean you have to make it sound so like it's just it's very weird sentiments they're like spewing. And I know it's a pop song, but the fact that they keep remaking it, I was like, guys, we could we could revamp the lyrics a bit. So 
we get off this kind of weird like you said like i think you said it best before i read all those lyrics where it was like they have a weird sight when they look at a third world country yeah um but at the rate climate change is going maybe no one nowhere it will snow it might not snow in england uh so yeah uh hell it might not even snow in england during the christmas time at all uh feels very pandering that's a good way to put it but my favorite line of uh the guy who created it himself he also created we are the world he created both of these super group songs um but he said i am responsible for i am responsible for the two worst songs in history one is do they know it's christmas time the other one is We Are the World. Any day soon, I will go into a supermarket, head to the meat counter, and it'll be play that and it will be playing every fucking Christmas. <laughs> um so I just like that he even is like, fuck this shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I fucked up. One of the most self aware quotes about Uh but he actually went I don't think back Rebecca Black it. like thinks it's that bad on Friday's that bad. Well, he actually went back on that quote in the 24 that was from 2010 and 2014 he's like get over it. it's a fucking pop song. So, he still holds a grudge. Uh but in 2010 he was over he was like I'm sorry. In 2014 he went, oh, "It's a fucking pop song. Get over it." Um I mean, I kind of like both sentiments to be honest. It, yeah. My I, hot take, I think I think that complaining about the Christmas music playing is more tired than the Christmas music. Oh God, I hate Christmas music. Though we need, we—I'm not saying we need new Christmas music because God forbid we don't need new Christmas music. I just don't want to hear the crooners from November to January first. Like, I mean, I can't—you can't imagine anybody who would rather listen to Lizzo and Maroon Five than Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra. Again, like I don't—I don't need a Lizzo cover of. No, whatever. I mean like. People are complaining about what's on the radio and like they're acting as if what's on the radio the rest of the year is better than Christmas music. Uh, I I just I I don't know. Christmas music irks me. A lot of it, it is good. A lot of it's good, but I don't want to hear it seventeen times in a month or two months. Well luckily we live in a world where you like for the most part don't have to you can choose what you're listening to. That is true. I, I'm I'm forever grateful that we that I we both have grown up in this in the world that I can be like I want to listen to Boston today. That's a band people didn't know. Um, and then tomorrow I want to listen to Lizzo. Not that I would ever listen to Lizzo. I just needed two polar opposite examples of people I could just be like 1970s or 80s to like. Have now. you ever wanted to listen to Lizzo Siegel? Uh, no, uh, is the answer. Uh, no! Okay, that's all my ranting and raving. Do right. you have anything uh, else to be done? I am. Well, we have to do top fives. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll go. Because you went last time. Five. Maybe I'll start from five this time. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> okay, five is The Christmas Time is Here by Rookie and Barnes Boulevard. Oh, damn. Well, just because it's a new Christmas song. I'm fine with new Christmas songs. When they're well, there there killed. are always new Christmas songs. It's just they don't get played on the radio. They need to be good ones, also. That's like, there's a, there's a. I will agree with some of them. Like Mariah Carey song is terrible. Oh yeah, I'm just simply sick of having it. a wonderful Christmas time is not good. Um, there are good renditions of that song. I just don't really care for it. What's the one I can't think of? There's a lot of like off-brand Christmas music that's awful. A lot of like, but like by people I don't know that you hear in like department stores. Oh, no, like this is absolute garbage. Why is this a thing? I know Katy Perry made a Christmas song like last year or two years ago to try to like make it into like the charts. And I was like, stop, we don't need Katy Perry. What happened to Katy Perry? (laughs) I'm sorry. Did she just die? (laughs) She morphed with Zoe Deschanel. Oh, interesting. Um, so five is Christmas Time is Here by Rookie and Barnes Boulevard. Four is Blue World by Mac Miller. Three is Swim by Jax Mannequin. Two is The Worst Day Since Yesterday. One is Breathe by Alexi Murdoch. 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 What, the, what do we have in common? Nothing. Five is Blue World. Four is Christmas Time is Here. Three is Doki Doki. Two is The Number of the Beast. 
Number one is The Littlest Angel by Bing Crosby. So, Mac Miller one? Well, wait, when do you have Bad Blue World? Four. Um, so, I think Christmas Time and Blue World are tied. Where'd you put Christmas World? Or Christmas Time? Four, and you have it five? Oh, yeah. So they, okay, so Blue World and Christmas Time is here. Tie. We both get a point. Seagull, I think I might have clinched the win at this point. Well, you, I think I'm you up have by to five. Yeah, yeah, you definitely did. Unless we can, uh, the last week counts as two, <laughs> or last week. Why don't we do four. that? Why don't we do that? No, we don't have to do that. You, you win. Okay. There's extra songs <laughs> the last week because I was making the playlist. We because it was a leap year and shit, and I think we messed up somehow. We have two extra songs on the final week. Uh. No, well, two extra songs from each of us, so four extra songs. I don't know how that happened. Um, yeah, so that's it. Uh, it's almost over, folks. Uh, I'm not going to beg. I'm just going to say share if you want to. That's it, period, done. Uh, at JM share Radio. Share our podcast if you want to. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, if you want a late Christmas gift. Uh, but if you want to follow us at, at JM Radio Pod, don't forget the pod. Uh, thanks as always to my co-host uh, and right-hand man Mike. For thank you, Siegel. We're for, almost at the last one. It's sad. I mean, we're not dying. Uh, we'll still be friends, hopefully. And well, like we're not will... going to do this anymore. This is like a part of my life for this whole year. It's gonna be I mean, weird not a... sitting down to podcast. I mean, we could we could just plan like an hour where we can talk instead, not have to be performing. I mean, we could do that, but we also have other podcast ideas, right? Uh, you do? I that's still in the works. I don't know. I honestly don't know yet on that well, idea. Stay tuned on Siegel's new podcast. I mean, we could this just one's do over. A, we can do a less like. We might do something special for the last episode. We're trying to figure it out. We don't know what to do. <laughs> ha <Ha-ha>! Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Something. Um, yeah. Follow us. Do whatever you want. Uh, I mean, it's been, been a, hell of a hell of a year. It's been wild. It's not over yet. I, I think one of the original reasons we wanted to start this podcast is we were like, we don't know about quarantine or any of that. And over the summer, quarantine seemed like it was over, and now it's like it's beginning anew. So who knows? We might just continue the podcast and shoot the shit when we're bored, but we'll figure it out. Um, but thanks for listening. As always, I've been Jeremy Siegel. That's been my co-host, Mike. I've been a guy. I've been a person. I'm but a man, nothing else. You're a man? Who knew that? Not in your pro. It's not in your. It's not your pro pronouns in your profile. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh. Anyway, do you want to count us down, Mike? Okay. Uh. Three, <laughs> two, one. You, you got, got some, some listening, listening to, to do. do. And listening, we did. Bye, everyone. Bye. Uh.